Ladies and gentlemen, welcome inside After Hour Sports. My name is Brandon Rosenthal, and alongside me, as always, is Eric Garcia and Social Mike. We are, of course, recording via Zoom. I do miss the energy um, when we're together. Uh, that's that's for damn sure. Um, but until then, we are recording from Zoom. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing, doing great. Doing good. Champ you know, shit. Champ, champ two times. You know, we're, uh, champ, we're, champ, champ. we're all um, native Angelinos and we're celebrating the, um, the back-to-back titles from the Lakers and the Dodgers. Um, shout, you know, before we start every show, let's just shout out the Lakers for winning that 2020 bubble chip. So tying the yep. Celtics at number 17, not 12, 17. That's just the way it works around here. Um, so on the slate today, we got a few topics we're going to talk about. The Dodgers winning the World Series. We're going to get um, our thoughts on that. Talk about Justin Turner and his COVID thing. That's fucking weird. And we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about the NBA. And just uh, there's a story that's going to come back sooner rather than later. So we'll just mentally, br- briefly mention that. And then we'll hop into our normal NFL picks. Um, let's go. Sounds let's do great. It. Yeah. So, I mean, the big story of the day is Dodgers win the World Series. They win game six. They should have won it in five. But, you know, that's just baseball things happen. And um, they lost game four in a terrible, oh, my God, one of the worst ways you can lose a baseball game. And to come back and win those two games, um, you know, kudos to them, credit to the Dodgers. Um, congratulations to all their, their fans. Um, and I know I was rooting for them, but I, I don't consider myself in this. Um, you know, I'm definitely enjoying the championship because it's awesome. And I watched this team, but there are real, real Dodger fans out there that have watched this team and had a, a painstaking process in doing so. And mainly you both here. So I want to congratulate you both for, you know, all your blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> um, you know, pop of that champagne. champagne. Yeah, but what do you guys think, man? Um, you know, what were your thoughts on this? And we can, you know, Mike, how about you start us off? What, what, what were your thoughts when uh, Urias got that pitch, um, that schmuck didn't even swing because he was a loser, get back to the dugout, and then he, Urias, you know, did this. What, do, what were your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I mean, it was a uh, it was a good feeling. Um, most of my life, I haven't I haven't witnessed the Dodgers win a title. So yeah. the you know the the long because what you're you're 45 years old, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, but even then, so you saw three championships. <laughs> yeah, but like exactly in '88, like we were all we were all miniature versions of ourselves, right? Yeah, so you know, it, it, it's we've definitely seen way more Laker titles than Dodger titles for damn sure. But um, yeah, it was it was great. It's finally great to be able to celebrate a baseball championship. Um, uh, it's great to have followed up the Lakers championship to reference that again uh, with the Dodger championship. Um, something that ha- hadn't been done since '88, so mm-hmm. um, it was awesome. Uh, you, as you as you guys can see, you can go online or whatever the news, and you'll see that everybody you know. The city was, the city was uh, happy. The city was happy. Um, it was it was an awesome, uh, you know. City awesome was lit. The city yeah. was lit. It was something awesome to have witnessed uh, again, and especially after coming off of already uh, celebrating one title. So yeah, I was um, you know happy as happy as hell for the Dodgers. Uh, Dave Roberts, of course, Kershaw, you know everybody. Yep. But um, you know. Uh, yeah, that, that's, you know, exactly like you said, the city was lit and uh, it's, it's a good time to be in L.A. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yep. Uh, or to be an L.A. fan. <clears throat> oh, for, yes. for damn sure. E, what about you, man? I'm sure you're watching it with your kid. What, what, was, it, yeah. what was it like for you? 
Well, I mean that it was um just like just like with the Lakers, right? Once it starts going down, you're like, holy fuck, Here we man! Go. This, is, Here we this go. is really happening. You know what I mean? And look, dude, the way Udias was fucking um, pitching, dealing, dealing, bro. It was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, it, it sure. was um, you know, obviously anything can happen in a baseball game, right? All it takes is one, especially when it's not like you're blowing somebody out. But um, nothing, nothing about the way he was pitching made you feel like the game was in danger. Like he, he made. For for the situation, confidence. right? As crucial yeah, as yeah, exactly. As crucial as those last what he got, he let the, he got the last seven outs, right? As crucial as those last seven outs are, he, at a certain point, he almost made me calm. Like we got this. Like what the fuck? Like it, it, I really, you know how it's like you're doing the math, right? You're like, well, we're up two. They're not gonna hit this fool. No. Um, that means we're winning. We're leading. You know what I mean? Right. You start doing all the math. Right. They're like, right. You're like, wait a minute. We're up. They can't hit him. That means we're gonna win it. And then um, you know, and then um, you know, obviously when my son, that was the, the joyous point. I mean, the same thing. Just like the Lakers, just jumping, jumping, jumping. Um, and with the Lakers, especially with him, like you know, seeing them lose recently twice, you know, in the World Series, that heartbreak, you know, coming back to this, obviously, is the complete opposite. Super joyous, super exciting. I mean, we were screaming, we were jumping. It, it was fucking awesome. It was, um, but just like, uh, I guess, even though they haven't won it since 88, it's weird because it's like, I, I felt like uh, dessert, like this, excuse me, I expected this, even though it was like, well, you haven't won in a long time. You shouldn't be expecting shit. You know what I mean? But I still right. felt like, um, it almost felt like the, the title was, rightfully back in LA for some reason. That's how it felt. It wasn't just, hell yeah, we got a crack at it. It felt like this is where it should be. Like this is this team, this city, this is where it should be at. You know what I mean? And I think obviously the Kershaws and all the, the Kershaw and, and, and Kenley Jansen, I'm one of them. And you know, Dave Roberts, I definitely been one of the guys that how everybody got on him. I try to definitely do the opposite, right? Just, um, you know, it's easy to criticize. It's easy to do all these things. Um, you know, the, the what's his name? Cash Cashman or uh, or Cash, Cashman. Cash, Cash Cashman. I'm thinking uh, giant uh, Yankees. Yeah, but, Brian Cashman. Uh, yes. Yeah, but uh, Cash, this dude, for the same shit he did, that's like the opposite of what Roberts did in the World Series before, and it didn't work for him. And he was like a, a you know, that's when Roberts was like. Classic Damn. Roberts is fucking up. Everybody's like he's trash, and then this dude does the opposite of what Roberts did. Pretty much prove him damned if you do, damned if you don't. He, he stole the words right out of my mouth. You know what I exactly. mean? As as long as it it's like, but but we're no. This is I don't even think they feel bad at the criticism because look, for what we know that's true in all the sports for the most part is, if it works, we like it. If it doesn't, it, we don't like it. Doesn't it just. You know what I mean? Uh, we see it with three-point shots, right? You're exactly, like, this is the... dude. Damn, you stole again, dude. You're two for two, bro. Like, bad Stupid. shot. Five. No, no, no. Nice shot. Nice shot. It's, I mean, amazing <laughs> shot. You know, and, and uh, with the with the meta, right? In game seven with the that's Lakers. the one we all think about. <laughs> and you're like, no, hell no, hell no. Um, Yes, sir. That's exactly the shot. And yes, opposite no. of Danny, opposite of Danny Green, by the way. Oh, yeah. Exactly, and he just, you know, yeah, just, we we still got the title. We'll leave Danny. He still alone. got a ring, correct, correct. Ba- he's back to back chat title for Danny. There Green. you go, exactly. Yep. And this this felt super dope. Um, like you said, you couldn't help but but um think of the uh the Lakers championship, right? Because it was 
these two teams seem to uh, be feeding off of each other. Um, they they definitely supported each other. I mean, we know we've seen teams do this all the time, but it definitely felt like it was a little bit more than usual the way these two teams were like. Even when Mookie posted um, Twitter afterwards, uh, recent uh, after it all ended, um, job's finally done. You know what I mean? Um, LeBron congratulated him, but still LeBron's like, yeah, it's done, but like, it's still not done though. Like you, you fools could win like uh, two, one. three, four. Running back, not um, one, be, not two. Because that's how we think about over here. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's so dope. It's so cool. Again, for a team that hasn't won it since '88, we feel like, what the fuck? Like, let's do this bitch. Let's do this shit again. And look, the fact that they got, they they won it. They won the the NL West eight years in a row, um, and had nothing to show for it till this year started getting you know like you you can't help but starting to think fuck are we just not going to get it done um and you know now again going to three world series out of four in four years losing two again you start thinking the same kind of shit like it's just just a team that's gonna not get it done then eventually you know you see there's always something that happens that makes the teams break up you know what i mean that eventually and it, that wasn't the case but what i what i want to say is one thing that this did is it almost made me re-up again because you know again you were starting to get there to where it seemed like it was the end of a line and the fact that it get got it done it almost feels like it's just the start of things not because you know like it's easy to win more but it's like this is a young team um you, see, you know besides kershaw and turner this is a bunch of young guys that are around the same age um you know mookie bets for 12 fucking years bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying like this yeah, you know this, it, it, exactly you know this, this, I mean, for Kershaw, I couldn't help. This, that's about the, as happy as I could be for a specific player to win a championship, simply because of all the narrative of, of a, anybody that's watched him pitch over, over his career. Um, he's been nothing but spectacular, and, and especially like every, there's no, I've never been any problems with him, any drama, any locker room shit. He's always been dope. It's always been amazing. Um, super happy for him. I, I really am. Um, you can tell Dave Roberts was really. When he said, you know, like, you know, for you, I'm super happy for you. You could tell he really, really meant it. Like, there's certain guys on his team that he felt like this this guy really needs this. You know what I mean? For Unfortunately, that's the way we are as sportsmen, man. But it sucks that Kershaw's legacy was, was not what it is solidified, you know, in, in the way it is now because of the um, finally getting that, that, that shit done. Um, Well-deserving, um, expected. Uh, hard fight, just like we said about the Lakers. This was a tough. Sit. I mean, the Rays were fucking um, bringing it. The Braves were fucking, you know, tough. Uh, so it took the Dodgers. It was tough, but they got it done. They were resilient, um, just like the Lakers. The bubble was the bubble. You know what I mean? These teams had to sacrifice, and um, they hunkered down and they got to work. And, and um, champions, champions again, guys. I mean. It, it just feels good. It just feels like that that weight lifted off your shoulders where as a, as a sports fan, all you're thinking is who's going to be the team that's going to end this run for us? You know what I mean? How does this end? When does this end? Because it's... Well, it, it ends with the Rams. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, definitely that. You know, <laughs> it, it's funny because we, we, are, we are... Not only do we like the same teams, but we're, we're... Well, for the most part, but we're in that unique group of people that are LA sports fan besides the, the you know the Niners. So I remember seeing I saw a tweet something yesterday that said, 
the Niners lost the Super Bowl, and the Lakers and the Dodgers win the championship. How how much worse can it get for San Francisco fucking sports fans? And it sucks because it was like those two things were super positive on our end. Yeah, besides exactly. the Lakers, right? I mean, be, I mean besides besides, besides the Niners, the, the the Niners yeah, yeah. But it's like on our yeah, end, yeah. we're thinking on our end, we're thinking just like we said when this whole shit started when we started to record before we started recording these um let's call them the pandemic episodes you know what i mean uh, we, we we started well, saying let's, let's just call them the paul george specials yeah exactly exactly we started you know we started thinking about that kind of stuff right like yo there's a realistic chance that all three of our teams can i mean uh, you know dodgers niners and lakers could realistically win it all two of them got it done already it's it's up to the niners to pretty much finish it out um but it feels dope so obviously yeah, or, like yeah, for us personally yes that would be amazing if that happened, you know, and, you know, we're part of this group of fans who were, who grew up in LA who didn't have a team growing up. And so we had to look elsewhere outside of Los Angeles. And, you know, there's like a good chunk of us that are out there and not just Niner fans, there's Cowboy fans, there's Raider fans. And I guess the Raiders were technically LA's team at the time. So um, there's a reason, there's a reason, you know, but there's how many Packers fans have you met here who've never been to green Bay you know, Raven, like, Ravens fans, Eagles fans. I mean, they're all over the place. You know, it's just like it's, oh, Eagles fans. Come on, dude. Like Broncos. Really? Like, can you if you can go to Philly and you can order a cheesesteak without getting yelled at in line, then you're a Philly fan. Then I know for sure that you know what's up. But until then, I guarantee most of the Philly fans in L.A. have no idea how to order a sandwich in Philadelphia. Let's yeah, just sir. put it that way. Um so, hey, but but the but but the Lakers are champions, and then the Dodgers yeah, yeah. are champions. Yeah, and I, I you know, yep. you mentioned something about Kirsch, and I, I definitely want to follow up on that. I'm very happy for him. He really deserved it, and not just that. We've talked about him in the past, and a lot of people have, you know, that are just sports fans. He didn't deserve all the hate that he got. Um, Dodgers really never gave him any run support in the past. It's always been like Kershaw bail us out again, and. Um, Sometimes he just didn't help himself out, you know, and teams either jumped on pitches or he second guessed himself, whatever the case was. But this um, playoffs, he was sharp, looked great. Could have been because he, um, they didn't have to play all 162. We didn't have to start 25, 30 games. But maybe that's how you look at Kershaw in the future is you don't wear him down in the regular season and you start him maybe 20 games total. And then you use him for the postseason more so because clearly he still has something left in the tank. I don't know how much, if he wants to do this anymore, but, and uh, another thing I want to mention too um, about the Dodgers is yeah, they do have a lot of talent. They're young, you know, this rotation in the future, could we were looking like um, Urias, May, if Gonsolin, who knows what can come out with Gonsolin. And of course you still have um, the ace in Bueller. Bueller and, yeah. and that's not, and yeah, that's not mentioning any free agent that is going to come to the Dodgers. And it's not like, you know, that won't happen. We know exactly. that will happen for a frack. Real quick, David Price is still there. He's coming back next oh, year. Yeah, he so, out. So, so David Price, exactly. I mean, but we're talking more on the young side, you know, like future, right, right, future. Yeah, we're we're thinking in like two years, Kershaw and Price are no longer with the Dodgers. True. Kenley, Kenley as well. Kenley, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, oh, for example, there's Gratterall as another guy you're looking at, and like, man, this guy's got a lot. But what of about stuff. Uh, Baez? 
buy it. I mean, you know, he's a free agent, but it is is, middle middle relief pitchers are going to come and go, man. That's just what I see. They're, they're going to come, they're going to go, you know, bias can easily turn into, you know, with these new uh, one pitch specialists or whatever the fuck they come up with now. But, you know, as as long as you throw strikes and you're not, and players aren't batting four thirty against you, you're going to find a spot in the big leagues, you know? Um, a lot of these pitchers come in there and don't throw strikes, and then you see what happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all you could do. But I mean, for now, what you can do is enjoy this championship. Oh man, hell yeah, enjoy. This I mean, one hundred percent. Just really, I mean, for, again, for Kirsch, it's just one of those. Uh, I've, I mean, he, I've gotten to see him pitch live a, a couple times. Yeah, I same, mean, same here. And it's one of the best. I mean, honestly, like one of the coolest things I've seen where it's just like, you know, I've seen peak Kershaw doing his fucking thing. And it's just a fucking two and a half hour baseball game. He's just in and out there. Got this shit done. And you just felt like, damn, man, this is I'm lucky to see this. And then from from what happened in the playoffs and all this stuff and you feel like, damn, man, I don't like seeing this, you know, happen to my guy. Uh, you're like, yo, you. This is this is a better look for you, being a champion, being in the champion circle, um, you know, because we know his stuff has been nasty. You, you know. Oh the, yeah, the- and and now the argument against like him and Bumgarner, it's like now what, bitch? Yeah. And like um, he's got and, his title. He doesn't have look, the MVP though. Yeah, but remember, we look. We're not done. No, 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 exactly. And you know, just just because Kershaw's in his twilight. Does a David Robinson got one at the end of his career, and maybe he, he didn't do shit to get it, but he was on the team. All you got to do is be on the team. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And, right? Exactly. And the way I feel about Kershaw, to be honest with you, I feel like I want to have him as long as he wants to be there. I, I, just like you said, I know one thing that it seems like um, isn't considered as much, but you're right. Like, that's if he wants to. Because what if he just says, you know what, this is the perfect time for me to just say it's a wrap? Uh, why deal with all of this again? I got the ring that I wanted, you know, off after COVID season, you're just like, yo, bro, yeah, let me just. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. Maybe Justin Turner coughed on his ass after the game. So um, just like, well, that's a good time to talk about the Justin yeah, Turner. Yeah, I know, but hold, I, I, hold I, on, I, really quick. Okay, I, wanna you have, add, you, I, uh, I have one more Kershaw? thing too after Mike. No, yeah, no, no. What, Go ahead. Finish off for Kershaw. Yeah. yeah. So one thing I want to add is um, this uh, World Series win wasn't in spite of Kershaw. He actually, uh, the two games he started, he won. So when we needed him this time around, he came through. Yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. two two and zero oh with an ERA under three. Um, he was if Seager didn't have that um, second homer, he probably would be the MVP. But Seager was just too too much, man. So yeah, he, oh, and also and yeah, shout out to Seager for MVP. But I did want to yep. see. I did want to say this that you know as. You know, I'm sure Eric, you were. I don't know if you mentioned this to your son, but I'm sure I, I'm sure it was on your mind. Um, seeing Urias, a Mexican, close that shit out for the Dodgers, who have yeah, such, a, such a Latino heavy fan base. Oh yeah. Um, and to see, um, because I would have told this to my son, like, look what, um, yeah. and, and you know, I don't want to keep it as simple as this, but it is so amazing to see, like, look what a person born in Mexico can do in America when everything works as it's supposed to work. You can be something amazing and special and mean something to so many people. And it's incredible. And I know my son's too young to understand this, but I will, I'll tell him when he's old enough. And I'm sure there was many kids like, and yours included, and even not kids, adults like this means a lot. So shout out to those fools. 
Um, and I don't yeah. mean fools in a negative way. I, I mean, like, shout out to you guys, um, to Urias and Gonzalez and, and all the Latinos out there. Like, that's no, what's up. See, and, and, and like, that's what I was to say. And, and, you know, what's crazy is you see it because, you know, just basically what you said, I, I did have that moment with him, but it was it was a different one. Did you see um, Victor, yeah, yeah, Victor yeah. Martinez? Victor right. Martinez had a FaceTime with his, like, family. Go, like, isn't it Victor Gonzalez, right? Or is it Martinez? Oh, I mean, yeah, Gonzalez, my The lefty, the lefty, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he faced him his family, right? And you're just like that at that moment. It's you're amazing, like, yeah. Bro, it's in that village. These people are like beyond proud, beyond. You know, it's like us. Anybody that's halfway decent at anything that's been through or even lived in Van Nuys for a month, we're like, "What's up? That's from Van Nuys. Let's do this." And you know what I mean? Like, and I imagine if. You claim Nick from, Young, Gilbert Arenas, yeah. you know. If you're if you're from this village somewhere, and all of a sudden your guy's pitching in the damn World Series, and he's a champion of the world now, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? That joy is um, it's super epic. It's the pride that you bring to uh, to your culture, to your peeps. Um, it's super dope, and just like you said, that the the Dodgers and the Hispanic community is like it's such a intertwined um, thing you know what i'm saying it's just yeah it's just part of the thing even i mean it, it's dope it's dope as fuck um it's good to see you i mean even you saw rules are gratterog you know other latinos on the team and you know i mean um, and, and baseball is one of the, the sports where latinos are very heavily involved and uh, in playing it and not just like in extracurricular activities you know these are actually heavily involved in making the money so good shit um, exactly. You, you said you could be a. You, they're getting to the point where he isn't just an all right. You allow a, a foreign player to join your team because he's good. It's like no. These some of these guys are becoming the main guy on the team for sure. You know then we're going to see like thirty percent of um, um, interviews and post game interviews in baseball in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> well, you saw um, what's her name, which is dope. Um, this is a little random, but I do give her props because she got a lot of hate, which is you know I hate the stupidity. But Alana Rizzo. You know, you follow. She's great. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Great. She covers the Dodgers in a while back because she's posted like this is the kind of shit I get. How much hate she got for her Spanish, and it's like she's like, "Yo, Spanish isn't my first language. I chose to pick it up so I can do my job better." You know what I mean? And and talk to these players in Spanish. So she's actually doing what we want people to do. Like, let me pick that up because it's a skill I would love to have. And then people want to clown her on her Spanish. It's like this is the dumbest shit that you can fucking do. Um, you know, we do that all the time, right? It's like, well, of course, <laughs> what the fuck? But um, but well, yeah, we would have done it if, for like, for example, like we tell Victor Gonzalez, "Hey, why are you always answering questions in Spanish?" And yeah. then the one time he answers in English, and they're all the answers are all shitty because he barely speaks English. You're like, what the fuck, dude? And it's like, well, what do you want? Like, I can't do because <laughs> big you know? poppy, big poppy gets that a lot. Where it's like, oh my god, I hate that fool's accent. Da, da, da. I was seeing these comments on big poppy, and it's like, again, just like you said, it, it, it's like. What the fuck do you even try for if people are not only they're not cool at this point, they're not even just cool with you learning the language. It's like he it's got to sound a certain way. That full Big Poppy sounds exactly how I thought somebody named Big Poppy would sound. And and I think that's what people feel, because I think people feel he's he he, almost they feel like his accent's even fake. Like he exaggerated. It's it. Yeah, he's but it's Larry because, the cable guy. Yeah, but it's just, because yeah, he's actually like a, a he's scholar. From the, he's, just, he's from the Dominican. This is yeah. this is where he's from. Like what the fuck? But it's not that. It's like, yes, but it's it's more about the fact that like you said, it's like it is. It's even his Spanish is kind of like that because he's like you said, he's big poppy. If you're big poppy, like you come with a specific type of 
a lot. You know what I mean? So if if you have an accent, your accent is going to be thicker than most. You know what I mean? mean? He embellishes a little bit. Yeah, well, I, yeah, you know what I think it is? Most people, most, or, you know, whenever you say something that you can't say, like, as well, or you have a bit of an accent, you get a little shy about it. He, like you said, he embraces it. I don't think he embellishes it. I think he embraces it. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's how I say that word. I know you guys think it's funny, but that's how I say it. Let's go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like, that's funny. That's how I feel. But um, yeah. enough about Big Poppy. Yeah, uh, enough, enough about accents and stuff. Congratulations, Dodgers. Um, and I, I do want to um, just, you know, I, I definitely, when I heard the story, I was like, I wonder what Eric is going to say about this. And hopefully he's had a couple of beers. Hmm. Um. I, this Justin Turner COVID thing is weird, dude. It's super weird. Um, uh, weird dudes, both you guys. Yeah. That shit is weird. I don't understand it. Um, like, I understand how the tests happen. You know, apparently, if you, if to, to quickly summarize, um, Turner and everybody was tested um, two days ago. The yeah. test came back inconclusive. He was tested again. The results came back around the second or third inning, it looks like, around this game. Um, and these aren't like live results. It's not like they're being tested in the dugout. You know, this was probably in an office or somewhere. They got it down to the Dodgers. By the time it reached Dave Roberts, it was around the seventh or eighth inning. He pulled him. Um, and then that's where it should have ended, <laughs> but it didn't. Justin Turner then came back onto the field um, with his COVID diagnosis and he was taking pictures and this and that. And I am, um, I don't know how difficult of a decision it, was, it, it could have been um, because apparently he was just like, fucking fuck no. <laughs> I am not, you know, isolating right now. So I want, I just want to see what your guys' thoughts on Eric and you can lead the way here. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Is it a big deal? And what would you have done if you were Justin Turner? Well, okay. There you go. Is it a big deal? That's a little different. What would I have done if I was Justin Turner? I would hope I would, I would assume I would isolate myself somewhere. But the thing is, I also could see myself because we don't know this part of it. Like I could see myself being convinced to come out. So like, for example, if I said, you know what? Um, no, I'm going to go isolate. This is happening. But all of a sudden I got my teammates telling me, bro, cut that bullshit. Come outside and celebrate with us. I'm not going to lie. I could see myself saying, you know what? Fuck this. Because look, this is one thing that, you know, I, I, obviously you want to, you want to take all the precautions. So I'm not, I'm not taking light. And I do admit that this is simply me being biased towards the situation. Like I think most people are with the decisions about this, but what I feel like is they didn't pull him to the seventh inning. Fools were in the damn dugout with them doing their thing all, all, all day long already. So I figure if, if I was his teammate, I would have been like, well, bro, if he gave me that shit, he already gave it to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like if it's that contagious, pulled, right? Yeah, like yeah, he didn't he didn't come back. What I feel like is this the moment you find out you're positive, you don't get more contagious. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't, it isn't like, wait a minute, now he's like crazy because he's just spilling COVID all over the place. But um, I do think that like you asked me, well, what I do is, you know, the it just to prevent, you know, why I would just wouldn't want that on my conscience, right? Like once I know, I know. So I can't act like I don't know, right? So I would just be like, yo, let me just separate myself, get away from the from the situation. But I have a feeling, you know how you said, because I did read what he said that it did, that he pretty much refused. Like, yeah, fuck you guys, I ain't bouncing. Um, but 
I do think he did that because of the Dodgers. Like, I don't think there was any Dodger employee telling him to bounce. You know what I mean? It was MLB. I think you saw Kershaw. Kershaw had his kids and himself running around without a mask, chilling. You know what I mean? So I figure, like, I, I'm telling you, I think the players are on the team. Maybe it was the the euphoria of winning it all, feeling invincible or whatever, but they, I, they, you could tell they, they made the decision of, no, come out here, fuck it, it's all good. You know what I mean? And, and that's why he was out there because um, I definitely don't see there's a way he was out there when people were telling him, dude, you shouldn't be out here, though. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, and, you know and I, I do want to say this for a flip to you, Mike. Um, I was part of like a, um, I was, I helped my friend move um, over the weekend, last weekend. And then one of my buddies, two days later, took a COVID test. It was negative. The day after that, he took a rapid test and that was positive. He took another test and then it was negative. So all I'm saying is that sometimes these rapid tests um, come back inconclusive or negative. And then if you take another test, your um, or come back as positive, and then you can take another test and come back negative. I took it. I took a mm-hmm. COVID test on Friday. I was negative. My wife is negative. Turns out everybody was negative. So you know, you know, we don't know. Maybe there's something we don't know. But it was definitely not a great look. But yeah, Eric, you know, I, I I'm sure that was said. Like, come on, man, you probably already gave it to us if you gave it to us. So let's just celebrate and we'll deal with the repercussions later. Hopefully, there aren't a lot of them. Mike, what do you what, what do you think? Same question to you. Yeah, it was it was a little strange. Um, I agree with a lot of what Eric said. Uh, at one point, like you know, the seventh inning, uh, all day you've been around the team. So, <laughs> like he mentioned, that if the minute you find out, it's not like it increases the, uh, you know, of how, how you can how how you can spread it or or pass it along. Right. It doesn't increase it. Um, at that point, you've already spent all uh, the whole day. Although, um, um, yeah, yeah I, I agree. It looked like the team was 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 uh, was on board, or I I don't think if they all didn't agree, he would have came out. Or I don't know that for sure, but I'm just I'm gonna take a guess. Um, yeah, but uh, if you were around the team, um, if you had already you know passed it to you to the rest of the team, at that point it was already it had already happened. Um, so the thing to me was strange is, uh, if you guys recall before the season was, was even, uh, was even started, there was a lot of, um, speculation if, if, it, if, if it even was going to happen because of how they were, um, how they were propo- uh, proposing, like what the, the testing and all of that, it, you know, it factored into along with the, everything else, but, um, baseball, if you recall in episodes before, was one of the sports uh, along with football that we were kind of like, what the hell are you guys doing? You guys are having these teams travel. You guys are exposing them up way more than you, you, you need to be um, or should be. If you guys are traveling, it should all be to one, you know, one location where you kind of keep it within the same uh, state or, or whatnot. But um, it was a little strange uh, being that it's of course the MLB uh, that they have, they should have access to all the testing, all that stuff, uh, you know, at their disposal. Like I, like I mentioned, the NFL, I'm sure the NBA did as well. Um, it was a little strange timing and all of that. But again, I don't know uh, at what point the, it, he was tested or, you know, how quick they can get that. I mean, again, it's the MLB, so I'm, I'm going to take a guess that they're going to get the quickest responses or the information. 
Um, but yeah, uh, it, was, it was strange. But hey, was one strange. thing I do want to say too, it was, I would call this a bubble-ish situa- situation, not an actual bubble. I think, look, uh, I'm not here to just, you know, big up the, the, the NBA, but that was a zero tolerance bubble, like a bubble right. bubble. Right, right, right. And I think um, with the MLB, this is one thing I think, you know, just look, I'm not, it's not criticizing, it's learning from, from the past, right? So what I'm saying is I think the MLB should have considered, because look, the Dodgers were there, the series previous to this one also. So they, if anything, if they were already in the bubble, they were the team that was longest in the bubble. So you would assume their team is the safest one there. And it's one of their guys that popped. Why? Because from I was hearing, um, I forgot who, damn, I wish I was forgetting who, who I was hearing on the radio today talking about how um, it was a bubble, but, you know, there was still parts where you had to go get the bus to go to the game. So there was little times where you can be out there, you know, that you catch the elevator with other people. There's, you know, other people get on right, the elevator. Right, right, right. There's certain moments like that. That wasn't happening in the NBA. Like, you know what I mean? That bubble was flat out. Once you're in here, you're in here. It's a wrap. It's over. And I think... You know, if but at the same time, props on the I don't know if it's props or just luck, but it, it happened when it all happened. They were able to finish the season, so it was successful to a certain extent. Um, but that would be my thing. Um, if if we're considering to saying why Justin Turner did this and that and all the thing, but at the same time we can say, well, yo, how the fuck does he got COVID if he was in the damn bubble? You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, well, I mean, and, it, it, it was only like a partial bubble, like you're saying, and clearly yeah. that's why. Like, and, and that's how it could happen, and and that's why I'm trying to say, not even to change it. It isn't just to, to change the the bubble, the partial bubble, to say that that doesn't work. You're either gonna do a full bubble or don't. But it's also to say, for the players themselves to realize, look, if you're in a situation where it's a partial bubble, remember, it doesn't mean you're safe. You still gotta be extra extra because. You know, apparently, look, you can st- you're still going to catch that shit or whatever can happen. Obviously, th- we keep saying this, and it keeps going, 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 and pre- proving more and more. We keep saying we don't know when this is going to end, and I could guarantee you there's no way in hell I would have been thinking it was still going to be cracking come o- October. So um, here we are. It- it's here we are. So So it doesn't seem strange to me to add that to part of what you're thinking moving forward as a player as a league, as a coach, you know, you want to learn from this stuff. Like, what could we have done better? Well, Turner could have probably been like, yo, I should have been even more careful in that bubble because it isn't a full bubble. You know, some people there haven't been tested, I guess, the same or whatever the situation is. You know what I mean? And, or, you, or you don't know if they were already, roll, uh, you know, rolling up um, with with COVID. Exactly. Um, I'm it, sure they get, you know, like, like, he, like Brandon was just uh, talking about, like, you could have tested not uh, negative, then positive, and then you know the maybe the whatever the situation was. But um, remember as well, they at this point there was already people allowed in. Um, so uh, my bad to cut you off, uh, E. But I just wanted to add um, the fact that there was fans and families there. I mean, obviously, as I, I, me, I would have I would have uh, isolated. I wasn't. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying I agreed. You know, with. with I, will, I definitely didn't want like uh, didn't want to be the reason that I got more people uh, sick, but um, like I, like we mentioned, uh, the fact that the, the team, you know, in, you know, I guess uh, requested or encouraged him to come out uh, to come out and celebrate was uh, 
was the reason that he did, or at least I'm going to guess. I mean, we have to assume so. And, right. you know, I, I would have, you know, I, I just wish that if you get a COVID diagnosis of positive, your next reaction or thing should not be, let's go hang out with people and take pictures, even if you win a championship. It just shouldn't. Um, and I get it. it. It's a very tempting situation. And I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that I would have done it. I have no idea. I would have hoped I would have made the right decision and walk away and be like, fuck this fucking sucks. But I mean, look, JT has been through the, the, the ringer with the squad he's been through all the losses. He's one of the key players to come up and, um, and help the team win a championship. So, you know, he, he's earned his right to celebrate with the team. Hopefully they're all healthy. And uh, this will be, you know, was this a super spreader event? I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. That's what I was going to say. We could find out. No, you know, it was a false positive, whatever. It's all good. Let's hope that's um, the case. This whole, but at the same time, yeah. it happened already. Look, real quick, because we, we should close this, close this up because we're kind of saying the same stuff again. But I think I understand the people that are upset about it. I'm not trying to say it's no big fucking deal. Um, I think the reason why it's a lot of uh, people are upset about it is because of the fact that that's what the problem with, with how we handle the situation is, right? Everybody that doesn't wear a mask or forgets the mask or does whatever, it's just this one time, right? It's like they run into the store and they're like, oh, I forgot it in my whip. Let me just go in there real quick. You know what I'm saying? And, and or, you know, you forgot it and you, you get to work and you're like, hey, you know what? I've been wearing it all the time. I just forgot it today. It should be fine. You know, those are the things that we all do because we figure like, yeah, it might be fine because it's just this one situation, just like Justin Turner. The problem is if we all think that way, that's how this problem never fucking goes away. And that's why we keep saying that's where the problem is. It isn't. We're hoping nothing else happens and this is perfectly fine. Nothing was he wasn't spreading it to more and more people. But it's not a good look, basically. It's like, a, yo, you know what's happening. You still chose to say, but I know I'm good. Um, or I know, I know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm still going to go out there and do what I got to do. That's what you're saying. I think most of us need to realize in a pandemic, those shouldn't be decisions we leave up to ourselves. Like we should just ask, what are they telling us to do in this situation? Oh, go isolate yourself. Well, I'm going to go isolate myself. That's not Very a much. moment where, I, that's not a moment where I'm going to say, you know what? I feel that I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what I think we're all doing. And I'm not saying, you know, us three are here, but I mean, as a country, why we haven't yeah. solved it is we're all looking at ourselves and thinking, there's a reason why it's okay for me to break the rule right now. Like, I know, I mean, especially for us that take it seriously, right? We might give ourselves more an excuse than people that don't, right? We might figure like, I'm always doing my thing. So it's okay for me to not fucking wear a mask right now. Yeah, there ain't no, there ain't no cheat day in this, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we all think we, we, we definitely earned our cheat days, right? Like, we, you know we, all, we all would love one, trust me. Yeah, we all have the fatigue. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good, a good place to move on. Um, yeah, let, I wanted to, uh, um, let me just ask a quick question to both of you before we, we get along and uh, make quick. Uh, do you think it was the MLB that dropped the ball? On this, because a lot of the criticism from the people, uh, you know, a lot of the analysts or whatnot are uh, are kind of like, I mean, what? the team as well. But I just want to know, when did Dave Roberts know? Okay. When when Fair. was like, when did the Dodger organization know? Because it, when the Dodger organization finds out, I can take a text message to someone who can get the message Dave Roberts should take five minutes. You know? 
Like that should that should not be a five inning thing. Well, that's what I mean. Look, come on. This is what I it, to me it feels like this. It was inconclusive early. Let's just cut the bullshit. The way this went down was it was inconclusive early. And JT has been balling. So it's like, we're going to have to find out because we know the test is out there. But let's not say something until after he's already had a couple at bats. Do, you know do what I'm we saying? Need, do we need to test it right now? Yeah. And, 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 and hey, honestly, because yeah, yeah. look, what you got to do, I guess. They, they had it to start the game. They already had the inconclusive test, right? And what happened was, is when they sent the lab to start it, to test again, that's what they didn't find out again, according to them, until the, you know, to the sixth or whatever, seventh inning when they found out. And it's like, fool, um, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because just like you got it done as quickly as you according, that's what you would have done from the jump. Because it's true, because it's like, what, what fucking lab, excuse me, is open or was ready at that time to just bust out with that, with that extra test? But it's because the, it's- Yeah, the rapid test during the game. Yeah. And I get it because it's the MLB, right? But if it's the MLB, then that should have happened the moment you got the inconclusive test. It would have happened right again. Yeah. Let's just test you again. Yeah. Yeah. And find out before the game. But so that's what I'm saying. Um, it's the MLB part. If, if it was up to the Dodgers, because I mean, come on, you shouldn't be leaving that shit up to the team because, you know, the team's not going to make the best decision all the time. Um, or at but all. I, 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 this is what I want to say. I want to. I, I, I say one. I want to say what's gonna happen. Um, I do want to find out the full thing because I think so many of us are judging big time without knowing what's going on. Um, but at the same time, I do feel like it's uh, it's very unfortunate. But I really don't. Um, I really don't care too much about it, and I should. Um, but I just feel like um, let's find out some stuff. And it's not necessarily important to find out who's, you know what I mean? Who who we want to who want who we want to make look bad? Just pretty much, yeah. Let's who, find who out. Who, blame? Let's or yeah, exactly. But we do need to find out who did what and, um, if they should have or shouldn't have done that, right? Like so. Obviously, if you find out, no, you really were on that shit, and you really were out there just talking to everybody like a jack. You know that's different than just, bro. The real test was we knew. That we knew that when we were going to run the test again, but it was going to come back negative a third time or whatever. So we just said, you know, we'll go out there and celebrate fuck the bullshit. You know what I mean? That doesn't make it okay. Cause remember, it's not up to them to be able to risk it like that. That's but at the same time, that's different than him saying, yeah, I got COVID, but I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's a, it's a big difference. I don't, he wasn't looking like I would have been looking like if I thought I had COVID is what I'm saying. I, I, he, he's looking like I would be looking like if I found out, I know the test says you might have, but you don't have COVID. Bro. You're good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's fair. Yeah, you know that's a good point. Um, and let's 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 rapid fire through this next topic, and then we'll take a break and then get into NFL. Um, looks like the NBA is going to come back either right around Christmas or right around um, the 20th, like either MLK Day, which is around that day. What yeah, do you think? Let, let's just do quick answers. What do you think is better? It seems like it's one of those two dates. Go ahead and give me your answer, and then I'll chime in at the end. January 20th. The later, the better for me. All right. Mike, same thing? I uh, I agree. Maybe not that late, but I, maybe if it's between the 20th and the 25th, if those are the options, the 25th. No, no, right, no, no. Right. No, but it's January 20th. Not, oh, January 20th. Not, yeah, yeah. So MLK it's, it's, oh, my either, bad. it's either Christmas Christmas or uh, pretty much MLK Day. Uh, Christmas. Well, 
I say I, I say Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. I say Christmas. Yeah, my bad. I thought for some reason you guys were referring to December 20th. I'm like, if those are the two dates, then yeah, Christmas. But if it's January 20th, damn, that might be a little... Um, well, I mean, yeah, it, it, I, I just think they, they have a lot of... Uh, they can gain a lot by having some sort of thing. And then maybe they, what they can do is they can take a break and then have like right. some sort of tournament, you know, and where teams can take a break and... You know, because it will be a lot for like the Lakers, for example, like they're, you know, it yeah. will be a lot for those kind of teams and um, not the Clippers. So we'll, we'll see. Well, you saw Danny Greek already came out and said if the, if the December, uh, if they go with the December they, they're talking about, well, yeah, you he, could expect LeBron to miss the first month, like straight up. Oh, yeah, well, like he, he goes, if, oh, yeah, for sure. For LeBron. Yeah. I mean, Danny Greek. He's out the first month. May, but yeah, what else? I'll, I'll, he'll play game I, one I, and I, then miss the next three weeks. Yeah, I'm saying the 20, whatever, and I say I would rather start later and not take a break, no break, just start later and go through. Um, I, I, I really, I just don't think it's. Look, we gotta chill out. It's not cool for these players, man. They just came out of a fucking bubble. Yep. Um, and then you know, just you gotta rest up. You gotta, but hey, whatever. Let's keep it. Let's keep it pushing. I, yeah. I, I, I feel um, like. Um, and I, I, I want it. I want it now because I want basketball again. Especially, okay, I want that, that's why I said Christmas because I'm a selfish fan. Yeah. But, but I, <laughs> uh, but, but since I'm a selfish fan, I want the best version of my team, and the best version of my team is a well-rested one. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm on that. <laughs> um, let's push this bitch as long as we can. You know what I mean? Do y'all, uh, do y'all see another like bubble uh, scenario happening? No, not with the NBA. I see the they're gonna work out some sort of. Um, uh, maybe like maybe what we'll see is like individual bubbles where, where, where fans go in and they all go to a, a city for like a month, two weeks, three weeks, whatever. And then they all play each other in that city. And then, you know, that that may be logistically what we see or something like that. I know we'll 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 see something. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, but I think okay. they just want they want fans back in these games. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they really want. But they don't want fans there, dude. They want home fans. So I don't think what you're saying helps that. I think they no. want to I think they need to be I like for example the, the Lakers want to play at Staples Center. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what these teams want to do. They want to make their money. Their own money, their kind of money. They want to start getting that. So that's what I feel. But um let's get you know, let's let's start. Well, maybe it's like a, a bi-weekly bubble where, like, for example, it's like you play uh, two weeks of games where the Staples Center, and then you play two games, two weeks of games up at the Moda Center, and then you play two weeks. Of, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Who knows? Dude, I have a feeling they're literally going to uh, NFL it, just kind of regular yeah, just and, stuff. Yeah, and and then whatever state, if your state allows people that are in there, if they don't, they don't. Ex- fuck you. Exactly, just like that. You know what I mean? And then the teams are up to themselves to try to isolate in their in their personal life because even 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 have you said about about turner yeah there was fans and and you know people there but they were definitely way more than six fucking feet way you know what i'm saying like so the fans weren't in danger it was pretty much all the employees and staff and camera the families you know yeah exactly the families that were on the field yeah yeah so and again i'm not saying that's any less but what i mean is um, liable for liability reasons, the fans weren't at risk, and that's kind of the main thing, right, for the MLB. And I think that's what the NBA and these teams can look. Um, but look, man, I, I, you know that if the Lakers come play at Staples Center, those tickets are going to be hard as shit to get. Um, oh yeah, I mean, even uh, in this pandemic. So, and who knows if you're going to be like allowed to sit courtside, or you're probably going to have to be some sort of distancing there. Which um, is kind of cool, yeah. honestly, because the way these these seats were so close, it started to get a little creepy. So. 
Um, you know, that, w- that wouldn't be the worst. Yeah, thing right. I'll, I'll take a seat right under LeBron's uh, chair. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, so let's take a quick break, and then we'll hop into NFL. So hang tight, folks. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back inside the show. We are joined live by former quarterback. No, I'm just kidding. It's just us. Um, we're going to talk about week eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, by former Turkey Bowl quarterback, Brandon Rosenthal. Oh, that's okay. me. Uh, or former Madden quarterback, um, Eric, Eric Jr. Yes, um, sir. He definitely is. You know, what is he playing Madden running back or quarterback? Because I don't know how it works anymore because I think um, yeah, I haven't played those games in a while, but he does like career mode. And I think he explains to me that they don't let you choose sometimes as much as it. Interesting. Yeah. The, you know, I think I, it just makes you like the quarterback or something like that. Or, or if you're the wide receiver, you can't throw yourself the rock all the time. You just basically go out there and run routes and hope you get the rock. You know what I mean? It's something. So something it, like look, yeah. Um, and in certain career modes, yeah, you have like, um, you can only do a certain amount of things. So if you're a receiver, you all play that receiver. So hopefully um, that's why I like playing quarterback. Like, nah, <laughs> I'm not a fan. This ball is always, always going to me. Um, all right. So let's get into NFL week eight. Um, now there's a great game coming up, but we'll talk about that last. So, Let's get into the Thursday night football game. Oh, you know, what am I talking about? Week eight. We need to go over week seven real quick. Mike, before please we, get yeah, away. Before before we, we do... even get into week eight, um, we literally we literally talked about right before this break started what we were going to do, how we were going to do it. And I was like, cool, let's do this. And I immediately forgot. So, Mike, go right ahead, man. All right. So the week seven picks, uh, we started off with only the Sunday. We recorded uh, Thursdays uh, after Thursday night game. So uh, first game that we – Picked was Steelers, Titans. Brandon went Titans. Me and Eric went Steelers. Uh, Brandon lost. Second game was, uh, sorry. Second game was the Packers and Texans. Uh, We all went Packers. Dubs for everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty pretty smart of all of us there. Uh, Third game was Cowboys and the Washington Uh. football team. Yep. You both went Cowboys, Eric and Brandon. I went Dude, uh, Washington. Oh, good shit, good shit. All right, we're right ahead. Uh, Let's move along. Next next game was Bills, <laughs> Bills Jets. Bills Jets, we all went Bills. Dubs for everyone. Nice. Hey, uh, but the Jets covered the spread. Yep. Yeah, they <laughs> what did. Was this, what was the spread? Four million? It was 13. Well, it, no, remember, no. remember, that was my whole thing. I was like... That's right. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm you're going, right, you're right. I'm going Bills no matter what. Well, let's, no well I'm going to ask you that same question again with, with the Jets game this week. All right. <laughs> um, so follow, following game was Saints Panthers. Uh, Eric, Brandon, you guys both went Saints. I went Panthers. L. You. Uh, following game was Bengals Browns. We all went Bengals and and we all took the L. Following yeah, that was a close follow, game. Yeah, it was. Following game was Falcons Lions. Uh, we all went Falcons. L's for everyone. Oh, Dude, crazy. Yeah, crazy game. Okay, um, lesson learned. Again, right for the millionth fucking time. Stop <laughs> with the Falcons. Falcons. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone. Uh, next game was Raiders Bucks. Brandon was the only one who picked the Bucks. Got a dub. Me and uh, Eric with the Raiders L. I'm a closet yeah, Charger fucking took, Raider fans. Took a hard L, man. They got, oh, yeah, they got, no, yeah. Tom, they got Tom Brady whipped out that 40 year old wiener and he's like, here you go. <laughs> they got worked. Um, following game was Chargers Jags. Uh, we all went Chargers, dubs. 
Next game was Chiefs Broncos. We all went Chiefs. Uh, following game, Niners uh, Patriots. We all went Niners Dubs. Dubs all around. Yep. Uh, the Sunday night Seahawks Cardinals. You, Eric, and Brandon. Oh, I'm sorry, Brandon, Eric. You guys both went Seahawks. I picked the cards. Damn, man. So you must have won and, this week, right? Yeah, you won this week, fool. And then uh, last game was Rams Bears. Uh, we all went Rams. Um, and that brings a total for this week. Yeah, I went nine and four. You both went eight and five. Yeah, that Cardinals game took you over the top. Good shit, man. Congratulations. Shit, good shit. All right, you win nothing. <laughs> bragging rights on you this win podcast. Bragging, no, you win bragging rights. Like pretty much, like not in just the podcast, and just in every text thread that we're in. You know, like every text. If we ever see each other again, um, you know, on a consistent basis. You know, I feel like you know we is like, hey, we'll meet up for week three, and then in week sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how it goes. Um, all right, so week eight, let's get rocking and rolling. We are right ahead of the Thursday night game, so that is going to be included this week. So okay. cue the ESPN primetime music we have not um, been fined for yet. Yeah, not yet. Uh, so not yet. So Thursday one of, night. One of the very few benefits of having no followers or subscribers. Yeah, of having like less than 200 <laughs> followers, like less than 200 listens, like nobody cares. Um, and to be honest, even if ESPN cares, it's like, Nah. <laughs> let them. <laughs> let them. They're fine. It's fine. It's like it's charity. Um, let them. Let them. Uh, so the team that we ne- said we never pick to win is playing on Thursday night. They're one and six. They're playing. The Falcons are playing the Carolina Panthers. In Carolina. However, in Carolina, Atlanta's won five of the last six versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, will it be six <laughs> of seven, or will it, the the Bucks stop there? Let's Mike, see, let's Mike see what do you think? You... What do you think this line is? Uh, in Carolina, I'll say the Panthers are favored by five. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say um, oh, I'm, I'm going to say Carolina by two and a half. It's Carolina by two and a half. Yep. <sighs> Carolina. Um, and look, I actually think this is going to be a Carolina. I, I want my, my gut instinct said Carolina by eight because that's what I think it's kind of going to be. Yeah, but I Carolina shouldn't. I would be. never take them at eight. I just think that they're gonna beat them. I don't even know about that. Yeah, I do think they're better. They definitely are a better team, but it's the I ain't giving no points, man. Not from the Panthers. Yeah, that's that. fair. As long as Arthur Blank is not on the sidelines, the Falcons have have a chance. Man, if they... he appears on the sidelines, you tell that fucking vampire to disappear. Get lost. Get, get out of here. What are you doing? Like, oh my gosh. He has the same broken face from the Patriots game in the Super Bowl. Hey, man. He, he no, owns the team. No He's just trying to be out there. How could, you, how could you? How could you recover from that? 28-3? Uh, you go to the bank and check your bank statement, and you're, uh, and you're like, all right, I'm good. I guess, I guess life ain't that bad. <laughs> you're like, I'm straight. Let me go buy another all black and red suit. Yeah, um, <laughs> everything's good over here. Uh, get some more uh, mustache gel or whatever the hell he does. He did something. Uh, Mike, are you picking the Panthers? Yeah. Eric, are you um, going? Yeah, going? I'm picking Panthers, just not the points, but I'm going Panthers. Okay. Too. I'm going Panthers too. Okay, okay. So we're all going Carolina. Um, this is the week Atlanta wins, by the way. Okay, <laughs> yeah, probably. And on a, scale sure. of, on a scale of one to ten, how watchable is this game? Um watchable because i i'm kind of enjoying this carrot on the panthers team but um it's it's not watchable at all really like in nothing matters about this game 
no fantasy players on this game for either one of you guys? Well, uh, yeah, I got Julio. And, yeah, I mean, and, I'm and, sure Julio, like fantasy players are relevant. Julio, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan. Matt, and Mike, I got Mike Davis. Um, because oh, yeah, Mike he, Davis for sure. He's been super clutch since McCarthy. That's one of my greatest pickups. And this is probably my last hurrah that I'm going to get with Mike Davis because McCaffrey's about to come in and just shut shit down. You know what I mean? And, and that's a wrap for the Mike Davis era for me pretty much pretty soon. So I'm hoping got this it. is the last. Got you some dubs though, right? Oh, oh and, yes. Oh, and Robbie Anderson continues to ball out. So he, he's still like a wall wide receiver. Oh, and, um, and by the way, because I know there's somebody, maybe there's somebody out there eager to find out. And they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They never said it. Yes, people, you can rest assured. I kick Brandon's ass in fantasy football. Everything is oh, fine. Yeah. Everything is good. We're you know, all and good. It is, it's funny if you would have looked at if you would have looked at the matchup before it started, you would have said, "Okay, I think I, I no know. I, I think I know what's going to happen." And then it turns out fantasy football likes to throw you breaking balls when you were always expecting a fastball, and here we are. It's oh. beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, I, Eric Patrick Mahomes proceeded to do absolutely nothing, and that was great. And Justin Herbert proceeded to be the number one fantasy He'd be the best fucking quarterback in the league. Um, all right, so moving on to Sunday. This is going to be now October, October, fucking November 1st. We made it to November at this point of the year. October, Halloween is coming, gone. Hopefully, um, if you're doing something with your family, if you're being safe, wearing masks, and just being smart. But hopefully your kids have a great time. If you have candy, be a fucking candy, be a fat fuck, do whatever you need to do. Yes, so, sir. First game of the day, we got Rams-Dolphins. Mike, what do you have for this line? Why is it the Dolphins? Uh, no, it's not the Dolphins. Two at a time. Rams by four. I'm going to say Rams by eight and a half. It's Rams by three and a half, so Mike okay. got this one. Um, good, good job, Mike. That was a poor decision by me. Yeah, um, I think, though, the Dolphins... I think the Dolphins are sneaky. All right, like, you know what I mean? They had, uh, they had their bye week. The Tua changes the thing. I, honestly, I, I feel like I would have been a little bit more confident in this Miami team if they didn't make the switch. Um, not because I think anything bad about Tua. It's just, you know, what the fuck. Like. Dude, I mean, this is his first NFL start against this Rams front. First um, NFL Ram- start, Donald you got Aaron Donald. And yeah. Ramsey. So that's why I say I, 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 I would take give me the four and give me more. Yeah. It was give three and a half. Yeah. Or, or give me the three and a half, yeah. So. Um, you know where my, I'm going. I'm going Rams here. Um, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I, Rams. Yeah, there's no. This is a tough one for Miami. It, it would be a, a we we as Niner fans would love Miami to get this done. Um, however, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. But we're definitely rooting for you, Tua. Let's go, man. Yes. Make it happen. We are rooting. We are rooting for you to to ball out there and make some shit happen. Yes, sir. Uh, Second game we got going on. This is a division rival right here. We got nine wins combined already in week eight. Steelers and Ravens in Baltimore. Battle for first place in the AFC North. Who you got, Mike? What's the oh. line? What's the line? Yeah, not who you got. I mean, I guess this will determine that too. Um, Steelers by a field goal. Oh, my God. I don't. I don't think that the Ravens are going to get give points. I think they're still going to be favored at home. I still think it's Ravens by two. Uh, Ravens by four. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Mike, you were on the way opposite on that one. Just well, based like uh, they just 
I agree with Mike though. This Pittsburgh team is fucking good as shit. Yeah, like the Ravens are they're doing they're doing good, but Pittsburgh has been playing way better. Yeah, I, I mean, I would take I, I I would still take um you know I, I would I would take Baltimore. Um, what the play? Um, I'm not taking Damn. Baltimore minus fucking four. So yeah, this to me seems like Pittsburgh plus four. Like two and a half would be the line. You know, the mole, you know what I mean? Something like that. Like Baltimore minus two and a half, Baltimore minus three. Um, four makes me feel, feel pretty confident we're going with Pittsburgh right now. That, that would be the, yeah. you know, that that bet wouldn't make me too, too nervous right there. No, and especially because Baltimore really, their offense has not looked great the last couple of weeks. And um, like, you know, and I'm not saying that Lamar is not going to look special and has, he has potential. Sealer defense is very, very good. Um, Big Ben still, you know, he has his sloppy moments at times, as he always does. Save the jokes, um, but he's he's still an you know an all-time QB and definitely like a top second-tier quarterback. You know, I wouldn't put him in the Russell Wilson Mahomes category, but I put him in category below. I feel at least so. They're they're still very very good. And that's why, you know, I what I say two, which means that the Steelers are better. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I'm just, I just, I just think that they're just gonna pull this one out. Maybe it's gonna be lucky. It's gonna be a, maybe a Big Ben stupid decision. I don't know, but I'm going Baltimore here. Um, fuck, man, this is a tough one for me. It really is. Uh, I'm going big. Big Ben and Pittsburgh. I'm taking Pittsburgh as well. All right. Oh, my bad. I, I, I took my hat off and I missed a pick. So um, Pittsburgh, right. Pittsburgh, and you win both. All right, both let's do it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Moving on to um, this game. <laughs> oh, boy. The New York Jets. Oh, we got to it, huh? <laughs> already here. And the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, KC has allowed 20 points or fewer in six out of the last seven games. The Jets, I don't even know if they can score 20 points. Uh, I'm I'm going to start this one by saying, um, I don't know, at this point, it's already Chiefs by 19. <laughs> Mike? Chiefs by 13. Chiefs by 20. Oh. Yeah, this is going to be a complete annihilation. Um, and of course, oh. you can't pick the Chiefs, right? There's you can't. No, go. you go, you go like I did last week, and I'm saying, no, I'm good with taking is- the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs all day long as my pick for our shit, but I'm taking the twenty points. Bro. Points, yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, because even if they're up by twenty, like for example, what happened last week with the Chiefs, um, like they were up or they were running the ball. It was a crappy weather game. Uh, and, you know, right now in Kansas City, it's not great weather all the time. And there's a fucking um, hurricane um, going through the Midwest right now. So um, there's going to be some poor weather. And Mahomes might not be able to throw the ball 55 times to all of his weapons. And it seems like the way that – it seems like what they're going to do is give the ball to Le'Veon Bell a shitload and yeah. say, here you go. Fuck the Jets. Have some fun against this shit team that you probably tore up in practice. 
Bro, 20 points is a lot. That's a lot of points. points. So we're all picking the Jets, right? No. <laughs> um, I'm picking... I'm picking the I'm picking the points for sure in the bet, but I'm definitely taking the Chiefs yeah. by no shit. Sure. Yeah, no, but I'm going. We're going the home the Mahomes to improve to seven and one. Um, let's move on to a division a matchup in the NFC North. We have the one and five Vikings, the five and one Packers. Mike, what do you think this line is? Packers by touchdown. Or no, uh, Packers by yeah yeah by touchdown. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same. I think it's a perfect line. Yeah, Packers by a touchdown. There you go. Yeah, I, I think you hit it in the head. I agree. Um, so I'm going to uh, – and I think we're all going to stick with the Packers here. Packers, there's, no, yeah. there's no there's no point talking about the Vikings anymore. They stink. Um, so let's just move on. The Packers are clearly better, and Rodgers is looking – you know, he's got that beard rocking. Oh, but I do want to say this. Rodgers on McAfee's show on Tuesdays is gold. Solid gold. Oh, my goodness. He's great. Yeah. I, I see. Excuse me. Damn, I'm over here. Too. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> well, you were uh, napping as of two hours ago, so you're good. I, I've <laughs> seen him. I've seen him completely. Um, yeah, like you said, I get like it's like he's um, he's having a good time on those shows, man. He's having a great time. And like having that like, insider like McAfee being able to like um, host a lot of people um, is it, great. So Packers, 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 right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For let's, sure. Like spend, let's spend no more time on uh, get, talking about the Vikings. Nope. Moving on to this game, which is kind of like a sneaky good game. The Indianapolis Colts, 4-2, and two, coming off a bye against Detroit Lions, who are 3-3, three and three, and pretty much have two of the craziest come-from-behind wins uh, you have seen. And also, if you um, look at week one, they probably should have made that one. Um, so, let's, uh, Mike, what do you think this line is going to be? Lions, Colts, I'll say Colts by... Four. Yeah, close by four. All right. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Colts by two and a half. And it's Colts by two and a half. There you go. Next, think my third one I got right on the money today. Um, the only reason I think that is... Like, the, the Lions are frisky, it seems like, this year. Um, and... Whenever Philip Rivers is your quarterback, there's always potential for a fucking bonehead play at the end of the game. So you know, that two and a half kind of gives you room for like, yeah, I don't think you're a full field goal better than this team, which would almost be a touchdown essentially. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I, I I think the Lions are playing a lot better than, um, recently. Um, but. Um, the Colts, you know, I, I definitely would go with the Colts on this one. Um, uh, even minus, even minus two and a half. So I'll take Colts, regardless. Colts pick, Colts minus two and a half. Colts all day. Forty-five. Yep. Do the exacts. Um, are we all? You're, you're you're picking the Colts. Colts, Colts, Colts. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I'm I, taking the Colts. I definitely think the Colts are going to win this game. I don't think that um, the Lions are going to pull something out of their ass this time. Um, so lines, uh, sorry. Let's move on to a game that I don't know. I don't know if this is a good game, but I, I think I think it could be. To be honest, uh, actually, I'm gonna say it is. Uh, the Raiders three and three, Browns five and two. Browns coming off of that OBJ loss for the year. He's done um, for the entire year uh, with an ACL injury. Mike, what do you think this line is? It's in Cleveland. Um, Cleveland by 
of Cleveland by two. Okay. All right, I'm going to say uh, Cleveland by four. Cleveland by two and a half. Oh, damn, two and a half is that number this time, huh? Somebody got the, uh, close. Oh. He got the, um, Somebody's closer. Yep, the Raiders, Cleveland. It sucks because the Raiders have burned me a few times. But I feel like the Raiders are definitely fucking better than Cleveland. The Raiders defense sucks, but um, dude, I don't think Cleveland. Yeah, I don't think Cleveland's that tight. Um, I mean, I'm gonna uh, pick. uh, My bad. I'm gonna just give you both. I'm gonna gonna give you my pick. I'm going Raiders, um, which I shouldn't do after they what they did last week. But I'm taking Raiders, and I would also bet the Raiders plus two and a half on the road. Uh, It's just uh, I don't. I definitely don't believe in the Cleveland team at all. I, I. I'm gonna pick Cleveland to win the game, uh, and not 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 because of like anything the Raiders are gonna do. I think it's just gonna be a shootout. Um, and I think that this the Raider Browns are just gonna play better without Odell. I just think they are. Oh man, um, Odell was definitely on my fantasy team, so that was an issue. Oh. He was on mine too. He was my second round pick in my in one of my other leagues. I feel really great about it. No, I don't. I feel fucking terrible. Um, I'm, I feel very stupid. Um, and I don't know why we continue to play fantasy football. Uh, but here we are. I, me, is because I'm 6-1. and one, but, uh, well, That's you know, funny. Why did I bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> that's another... No, nah, but man, this is... It's a crazy matchup, right? Interesting, weirdish. Yeah. But I do, I, do, I do think you're right about it. Sneakily... It's got sneaky potential being an interesting match. Some Ewing factors here for the Browns, yeah. maybe. But also, um, it, uh, as it's early in the season, but this is kind of like a like a must win for the Raiders, uh, and not not because they have to win it to make the thing. It's just I feel like must win because if you are a good team, you should be able to beat Cleveland. You got it. Ne- yeah. Not necessarily because, again, like the mathematically eliminates them or anything like that. Just simply. No, after at this part of the season, after all the games we've played, you should beat Cleveland, this Cleveland team. And, yeah. and if you don't, well, maybe we've got bigger problems than we think we have. So that's why I think it, it, it's it's going to be very revealing. That's what yeah. I, how, For how I'll say. 100%. And they do need to keep their season in jail. They're 3-3, three and three, and they have the Chiefs in their division. Um, Mike, did you already make your pick? Yeah, I went with... Uh... I went with the Raiders. All right, so Raiders, Raiders, Browns. Let's go. Um, moving on, the final 10 a.m. game, the 5-1 Titans versus the 1-5-1 Bengals. Um, the Bengals are like the best 1-5-1 team you may have ever seen. Yeah, you know, sure. uh, they're, they're clearly a couple years away when Burrow which has been seasoned and ready and they have a little more, like, a couple more weapons. But, um, Mike, what do you think this line's going to be? It's intense. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Titans by eight. Shit. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Titans by um, three and a half. Uh, Titans by six. Okay, so Mike wins that. Uh, yeah, that that seems that seems right. Um, you know, the Bengals might keep this game close. 
Uh, See, but it, it, you know what? I think the line's not too far off because I think I agree with you, Brandon. But remember, like, I think they'll keep this could be one of those games where they'll keep it close, but still lose by 10. You know what I mean? Like, at the end, yeah. they'll still lose. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, maybe by 9 or 10, uh, even though they were in the game. You know, yeah, I mean, that this would be like a typical game where, let's say, Burrow's down by seven, driving. He gets picked off at the goal line, and they run it back for a pick six. They lose by 14. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, dude, I, we were that close from winning. Um, but when you're a bad team, uh, that's what happens. I, I, I still am a fan of the Titans, the way they played the football game, the way they played the game, the way they played the football game. But I'm still not a fan of how they handled their COVID shit. Um, well, definitely but, me, me either, but that's why I tell you that's why it's like, I don't, I don't hey, want to tell you, you know, hey, that I'm is, a hypocrite or I got my bias. I have no yeah, problem with it, Turner and I have a big problem with the Titans. You know, hey, it is, it is what it is, right? Um, also, I'm a huge fan of watching Derrick Henry throw human beings around like they're rag dolls. So, um, this game is interesting to me, mainly because I have Burrow in one of my fantasy teams, and he's just fun to watch. So, definitely fun to watch. I'm definitely going to pick the Bengals to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and going with the Titans. I would... Yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee, too. Uh... Yeah, Tennessee, for sure. Going Titans as well. Okay, that boy, Mike. I was uh, not sure where you were going to go with this. Yeah. Hey, you, you, I know you, you, you get those gut feelings. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you said you you went you went. Okay, good, good. Um. All right. So this next game in years past, this would have been a um, division rival, um, top tier football game, especially with the way the Bills are playing. Unfortunately, the man who made that happen is playing in Tampa. And so now we're left with this COVID cam <laughs> and the two and four Patriots and then versus the five and two Bills in Buffalo. Mike, what do you think this line is going to be? In Buffalo, I'll say the Bills by... How many uh, points by, are you picking by, against Belichick? I'll feel a little... I'll take a Google. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Bills by four. I'm going one, a little one better. Right in the middle, three and a half. Three and a half, okay. That's a good, that's a good line. Um, okay. I, I have a feeling that this line might be pushed to four by game day. Um, and this may be the, the cam resurgence game, potentially. I don't know how you guys feeling about this one. Um, it's interesting. It's weird. I think, um, well, you know how I kept saying, I kept saying on all the podcasts, I don't want to get caught up on the, this shouldn't happen. This isn't going to happen. Um, you know, just like I said, is Belichick really going to lose two in a row kind of shit? Well, bro, he, he ain't losing three, man. He he is not losing three in a row. I am going Patriots. No matter what the fuck happens, he's winning this week. That's just the way I look at it. I, he's going to find a way. Um, and if you're giving him three and a half also on top of that, that's not a bad move at all. I understand with the with the cam, it's, it's a very tough situation. You know how excited we were about him earlier on, but I think you're right. I mean, that COVID shit is COVID, right? Like you don't know if it's COVID or if it's something else. But after, it doesn't seem like he's been right. So let's just hope he gets to get to going again. I'm gonna take the Patriots in this game as well. Okay. Yeah. 
Brendan, you, you're taking the Patriots or no, Brent, who you? Oh, who my, are you my, my, my bad. I was on mute. Um, yeah, Patriots. Okay. I'm not, I'm going Patriots as well. Um, I, I don't feel that, you know, I definitely feel the bills are good. This will make me believe if yeah. they win, if they win tonight or tonight, um, Sunday, um, Sunday that's, gonna make, yeah. that's gonna make me believe, believe, believe. Um, so yeah, let's, um, all right. So Pat, sweet. Um, yo, I gotta take a piss. Hold on. Beer back. <laughs> yeah. Grab a uh, Let me mute my mic. So Eric doesn't think I'm like peeing right here. Let's move on to the 1 p.m. games. We got three of these bad boys. Chargers, Broncos, both teams are two and four. Mike, how you feeling on this one? Chargers, Broncos, I'll say Chargers by, uh, this is at Los Angeles or? In Denver, in Denver, in Denver. Oh, my bad. Um, Chargers by a field goal. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Broncos. Um, in a pick em. It is Chargers uh, minus three and a half. Mike. Nice. Damn, nice. three and a half. I, I, I can't figure these two teams out. So, um, I, don't, I don't know who I'm going to pick. I'm going Chargers for sure. I <laughs> okay, think for th- sure. Okay. Yeah, I do think Denver has a nice, you know, the defense is playing through, you know, pretty solid. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But um, I, Herbert, bro. Herbert has been doing his thing, and um, I got Allen in fantasy, so you know I need a little, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, a lot of Allen. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, Chargers. No, no, but it, it really is. I think the Broncos are just not. You know, they they're gonna they're competitive. I th- I think they're not a whack team at all. Um, but I think the Chargers still have shit to play for. So I yeah, with the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, and I, the the Broncos did look like crap offensively. Um, Michael, you going? Uh, Chargers. I'm going Broncos. Let's go. I've I've been kind of going. I've been doing that all week. LFG, let's fucking go. So let's go. I'm I'm going the underdog Broncos. Um, Their jerseys haven't changed since in 20 years, Um, and and neither have their fans. Neither has your neither has your fortunes. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So they're still talking about Terrell Davis like he's still part of the team. Let's go to the 125 game. Saints and Bears. There's, com- I can't believe it. Nine combined wins between these two teams. Uh, never would have thought that would happen if you'd asked me this matchup in week one. Um, I would have thought one team would be halfway there for sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's the other team that's surprising. So, Mike, how are you feeling about this game? Saints, Bears. I'll say uh, Saints by. Saints by five. Uh, I'm going opposite. I'm saying Bears by two and a half. Oh, Michael's just close. Oh, oh, Saints by four and a half, bro. Shit. Vegas is out. They're done. They're out. Yeah. Um, the, Bear, the Bears didn't, didn't they're, look they're, good. They're off. fake news, five and two. Nah, bro, but I, I, I think I'm all over this line. Bears plus four yeah. and a half at home. Right? I mean, that's so, what I'm thinking. Like, the Saints are garbage Yeah, that's a right lot of now. points. Michael Thomas is still out. It, right. Is he out, I mean, out or he, is he, like, halfway out? No. No, I think, I think he's, he's out. He, He's out, yeah. Oh my God, is he going to play and again this year? And I don't, and I don't even know if the... they have Emmanuel Sanders. Remember, we we saw that he COVID. had uh, COVID. He had COVID, right? yeah, he had COVID. No, you're right. I think, um, I think, uh, I think we don't see Michael Thomas probably as a saint for the rest of the year. But I, I do think that, uh, yeah, I'm going Bears pick, and I will take Bears plus four and a half. This is a sweet one for me. Um, I, I look, I don't. It's, and this has nothing to do with Bears. It's more on the Saints, I, and I don't even think the Saints suck like that. I just think right, they suck enough to lose this game. Give me the Bears. Yeah, give me the Bears. Agreed. Sure. I thought I thought you guys were both going to pick the Saints here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Bears as well. I know I, I said the Saints were favored, but I, yeah, I'm the Bears uh, should get it done. That's a lot to overcome for Mike, the Saints. We're football fans, man. Come on, we know football a little bit. I know, right? Like, and uh, you thought this was going to be the game that would put you over the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm no, going I, was, I will not. Yeah, but kind of. <laughs> All right, so um, we'll go through these last two games, and we'll talk about the Niner games. The Niner games at one twenty-five. So this, that's the third one. We're just going to skip that. Talk about the one last. So let's move straight ahead to the Sunday night football game in Week One when the season was, you know, premature. This was going to be a very watchable game. Now, combined four wins. Combined a billion headlines about how terrible these two fucking football teams are. And yet, the NFL did not flex this one out as of now. All right. And I'll let you, I'll let you because you're going, there's no line for it yet. Okay, no line. Um, should we even talk about this? Bullshit game. Yes, yes, we should. <laughs> okay, so Mike, how are you feeling? Cow- this game? The Cowboys suck. They're they're atrocious. They're uh, so bad. As bad as the Eagles are, 
I I still think they would be favored by. This well, is Philly. Philly. This is in yeah. Philly. It's in Philly. It's in Philly. Oh, okay. So I, if there was, I mean, Eric said there's no line, but I think Eagles would be favored by about four points. I think the Eagles would be favored by seven. Like this would, is, uh, how can you? Be, there, there's no, there's nothing about this Cowboys team that says there should be a, a touchdown. They can't do shit. I would be about five. I would be right around there, like Philly minus five, five and a half. Okay. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. This is definitely uh, Dallas sucks, and um, it's Philly. Fuck, oh, it's what I, we told you. I think out of all of them, Philly's the one that has no outs, no excuses. If they don't win this fight, they just they're done. Doug Peterson really, should really. resign, and yeah. and maybe. Um, Carson and take Wentz with him. Wentz is like, but I didn't resign. I resigned for the both. <laughs> no, no, I did. I did it for you. Package I got, deal. I got you a job. <laughs> Package year. deal. Yeah. I got you a job at this church. Yeah, um, this bogo dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jeez. Um, okay, so we're all picking the Cowboys here, right? Perfect. Let's move on. <laughs> no, no, we're all picking. We're all picking Philly. There's no way anybody's picking the Cowboys. Not me. Not me at least. No. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Fair. Uh, see, there's one thing about doing this show right now. When, when I need to change my fucking diabetes pod, it lets mm-hmm. me know, hey, bitch, like change me right now, like every ten minutes. And it's good. Oh, so- you were talking. You were talking about an actual pod. I thought low key for a minute. I was like, yo, did Brendan just say he has a diabetes podcast that he's on? No, 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 no. Like an actual like my 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 pod is expiring. Yeah. Um, like this right here, you can see it on the camera. The camera podcasters, folks listening, can't see it. Um, but I have to change it because my insulin's running low um, on the pot, at least. My sugar's high as shit because I had um, sharkies earlier. Mm. Um, oh, man. That, all carbs, but it's delicious. All right. Yeah. Um, last game there. Last game of the day before we get to the Niner game. Um, Buccaneers, Giants. Um, now, the Bucks are 5-2. and two, Giants are 1-6. Brady is coming off his best game of the year. Um, there is a line for this game, right, Eric? Yeah, yeah. This is- okay. Um, so I'll start and I'll let Mike uh, finish it off. Uh, I'm going to say the Bucks are favored by five. Okay. I think the Bucks are favored by nine. Oh shit, Mike, you you're all right right here because I I would not be thinking this is Bucks by eleven guys. Oh what my the fuck! Wow, Damn, but eleven's dude. a lot. I mean, even eleven's a lot. A lot. But- I know nine's a lot, but I mean, I was thinking like more like close to Brandon. I was more thinking like you know four. You know what I mean? Nah, but Five, so, uh, they, so they're saying two things, right? They're saying that it looks like Brady has figured out this offense, and the Giants fucking are complete trash. Because AB would be back not week nine, not week eight, right? Yeah, no, I think it'd be week nine. I think week nine. Oh, yeah, yeah we didn't even we didn't even talk be, about that. We didn't talk about that for coming to this team. Yeah, so the Buccaneers have Antonio Brown now, this crazy bastard. <laughs> we did it, but but we did, right? Didn't we kind of say, like, how we felt? No. You know what I mean? We made a choice. It's like we made it more about Dez because of, like... Yeah, but I think because what, what on the last, uh, on the last, excuse me, on the last podcast, he was... Seattle. Seattle. And we said, I, I, we, well, at least I remember mentioning that they didn't need him. They were winning without him, so... Um, and I thought that's why the Des move was better for the Ravens than it would be for Seattle. But yeah. damn, to the Bucks, now that's a, that's a steal, a steal. And um, I, I will I will say this: uh, I was listening to Bill Simmons and CC Zabathia, and I, I did I did like hearing CC talk about the baseball. And he's he's a great guest. 
actually has his own fucking podcast. Now. I forgot about that. Um, but he's like, Tom Brady's the best GM in, in um, football. The fool brought Gronk, Fournette. Um, like, you know, just the, thr- the, the thought of him being there um, brings guys there. Um, I think we're all picking the Buccaneers, so we don't have to spend too much time on this bullshit. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, this, you know, Brady looked really good. Um, so we'll, we'll see if he continues that. In my opinion, maybe the game of the week. Aside from um, the Ravens and... If there's a game of the week at 10, p- 10 a.m. Pacific time, this is the other game of the week. Yes, sir. Niners, Seahawks, and it's not because the Niners are involved. It's just because these two teams, whenever they play, it's always headline news, and these two teams are good. Like, the Niners' record is not as, you know, you look at 4-3 and three and you think, mm, this is not your average 4-3 and three team. You remember when everybody was talking about the Blazers, they are like, this is not your average 8 seed, you know. But hopefully we don't, they're the same result, <laughs> or like yeah, LeBron yeah. is like waving bye-bye to us. But, um... Niners four and three, Seahawks five and one. Russell Wilson is thirteen and four against the Niners, including the playoffs. Now, he seems very likable, and we all don't want to like him. So, Michael, what do you think this line is? Uh, it's it's in Seattle, right? In We're... Seattle. Yep. In Seattle. Oh, Eric is hyped, dude. He's ready to fucking Yes, sir. He's ready, he's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I don't, I, I, it's not going to be my pick, but I think Seattle's favored. Uh, I no, think Seattle's for, favored. For sure favored. Favored by two and a half. I'm going to okay. say Seattle by four. Four and a half. Four and a half. Mike got this one spot on two and a half. Okay, so oh, that's that's really good news for us um, before, I, before Eric blows up. That's, that's that's really that's really good news right now for us, um, considering that Debo is out for two more weeks, which is continually bullshit. Um, how much and and our season has been injury plagued. So yeah, Eric, take it away, man. I know you're ready. No, no, yeah, I'm definitely ready because um, you know I was, it was funny because I was talking. Remember how we were recording last week, um, and Eric was supposed to be sleeping, but he sneaks off and kind of tries to listen to the podcast. While we oh, does he really, that motherfucker? Uh, oh, nice, but, dude. But like. But like in a funny way because he like <laughs> that's it, so it, dope. Oh, I can't wait for my son to do it if we still have this podcast. Yeah, of course he will. Burn, Come on. Yeah, hell yeah, and, and he'll burn himself, right? So he told me he goes, "Hey, Dad." That's he so goes, great. "So he goes, so I want to use the restroom, right?" And when I was using the restroom, I heard you say, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and he goes, he said, "I heard you say." I peed all over the floor. Listening, yeah, to you. <laughs> listening to you. He he was talking about how I guess we were saying um we need um, Arizona to do as a solid and beat Seattle, right? And he was like, but dad, like, well, how would that be doing as a solid if we need to be catching up to Arizona? And my point was, well, it's early on in the season. At this point, we're still fucking playing for the division. Fuck the wild card. We ain't thinking wild card right now until we have to. So the math tells us that's where we need to be going. But yeah, we're, I told we're him, thinking four losses, division yeah, titles. Exactly. So the way I told him is looking at this, right? They have two two more wins in this, right? Um, yep. And I was like, okay, they lose to Arizona. Now it's just one. And then the Niners play them twice. They beat them those two times. They all of a sudden are up by one. That's as, that's all. That's as simple as it is. You know what I mean? So that's how. That's why I'm at right. Like to me, 
I think the Niners did everything bad to start the season as far as setting yourself up to uh, to have a little bit of breathing room. But it is what it is, right? They just have to win these fucking games now at this point. And the divisional games, more than anything, are super important for this Niners team. And that's the only way they're going to, you know, they're going to get there back to where they were supposed to be. So I think, you know, again, just like I told Derek, you know, being in Seattle this week would be right where we want. And, and it wouldn't be over because, look, the Niners have, if the Niners, no matter what, the Niners win this week, they'll still be in last place. Oh, you know, the, in, the, in the NFC West. And again, but that's what I'm saying. But that doesn't matter because at this point, they just have to keep winning these divisional games until they look up and they're like saying, holy shit. We won it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Because you know, Seattle's defense really, really, really fucking sucks. The good. Niners' offense the last two weeks have been on some bomb shit as far as scheming and play calling from time. If the Niners' defense could make a, make a few plays, the game's over. That's the that's the that's the game for me. The thing is, with Kyle, with, I mean, with of course with with Russ and everything, it's easier said than done, right? Yeah, and I, I do want to say before I throw over to you, Mike, that I'm looking at this Niners schedule, and, you know, a lot of these games were avoidable. Um, it looks like the only one that we, you know, that thoroughly got our sh- the shit kicked in was Miami. Um, and, you know, Kyler did their thing, and clearly Arizona's better than we thought they were in week one, so kudos to them. Um, but that week four loss to Philly is, is uh, downright embarrassing. And... Um, you know that that because right now we're looking at five and two instead of four and three. But you know we, we can't go back and change time. But if we can get a win against our next three opponents before our bye week and go either two and one or three and zero, oh, then we're looking at it. We're we're really really good shape. Um, so Mike, what do you think about this one? I'm going Niners for sure. Oh yeah, well we we know our we know our pick. I mean uh, mm-hmm. we're all picking the Niners here. Um, what do you, how are you feeling about this game, thoughts-wise? Um, well, it, it's a divisional game, always a tough game. Uh, Seattle, it's it's strange with Seattle. It's either a really close game or they blow us the fuck out. Like, that's, oh, in Seattle, you know. Yeah. Well, it seemed like Kaepernick could never win there, right? <clears throat> right. Um, but Jimmy has won there, so, we're, you know, that's a po- uh, positive for us. But, um. I think if we stick to what we do best, which is run the ball and play defense, we'll be all right. Exactly. I think the, the Niners really got to dictate everything. They got to dictate the tempo uh, and and pretty much take control from the jump because, yo, man, Russ is a dangerous motherfucker. And, you know, but, but, the, but again, at the very least, San Francisco needs to be scoring points until they figure yeah. it out. Because... Seattle's going to be scoring points for sure. So the Niners just need to be scoring points, like I said, up until they catch them slipping a few times and win the game. Just like Arizona. Arizona didn't win the game by being better than Seattle that. They were just, they hung out, they hung around just enough so they were able to capitalize on the few mistakes and win the game. You know what I mean? Because Seattle's defense is going to give you points. You just got to be able to stop it because their defense is playing at a crazy level right now. And yeah. the way the Niners defense has played as of late, you know, I don't know if you guys seen these numbers already. 
obviously you can't do this, so I'm not before anybody says, of course, if we did this, no, no, no. But look, if you if you eliminate the Dolphins game, the number the Niners are the number one defense in the league, bro. With scoring with scoring points. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean it, But it, that's it, what happens when you're at your fifth string cornerback in that game. You get what I'm saying? This is the this is the shit that's happening with this yeah. team. So at this point is what I'm saying is the defense is playing better. They are doing their thing. Salah does reserve deserve his props. So that's what I mean. I, I think the Niners offense isn't quite on the level of Seattle's just yet. But they definitely could score fucking points. And I think the Niners defense is gonna be the, the X factor that's gonna be able to stop them enough to win the fucking bottom. And so, of course, like you said, we'll take the Niners. We'll take them. We'll take them plus a two and a half. Why not take points when you're giving them? But I'm just saying, um, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. Now this, just this like, is... just like I told Kev, I'm, uh, we're running to Kevin after work. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, man, hell yeah. How's he, he, just, how's he feeling after that? He took it back. He was like, whooping. He, was he, like he knows. He knows they're mediocre. And he by did the way, say, I'm, he did say, I'm fucking glad we benched fucking Cam. I told him, you know, yeah, I like he was him. terrible. But um, oh, but for everybody, for everybody who's like, for everybody who's listening, real quick, Kevin is um our coworker who works in um who works with us, Eric and I, and he's from Boston, heavy Boston accent, like thick Boston accent, super awesome dude though. Um, yeah. so but but he loves his everything Boston, so can, everything yeah. Boston. Uh, yep. but, so I remember telling him I was like, look, one of the things that like obviously i'm feeling good because my team that one but i told them like one thing that you wouldn't feel too bad i wouldn't feel too bad about is i know this is sound like a homer statement for me from me but i really do feel like you guys just caught it at the wrong fucking time like we weren't losing that fucking game you know what i mean like i think the nine we were at a very desperate situation where i think the yeah. nine you know what i mean and, and that's how i feel right now where it's like um the same way here it, it is seattle you're catching us at the wrong fucking time. We have to do our thing right now. We're in no room to be taking steps back. We're in no room to be feeling bad about our injuries. Um, if anything, this is healthier than we've been in the past, this season alone. You know what I mean? Uh, again, we just said about how we were just starting a fifth street cornerback. You know, our two starting safeties were out. But they were out last week. And the two dudes that stepped in, fucking Mosley, and, you know, they balled out. So to me, um, again, keep the defense going because the defense is getting better and better as the season goes on. Hopefully, the more you start, you know, getting healthy, it gets even better. Um, but but uh, I'm not scared of, of, of trying to keep up with Seattle as far as scoring points. The concern should be we need to stop them a few times so we win this game because the point isn't to score as many points as Seattle; it's to score more points in Seattle. So. Um, yeah, Niners defense, Salah, uh, this is a huge week. You need to definitely um, shut the ki- shut the kitchen down and definitely not let Russ cook. You know so what I mean? Your your Match Johnson tweet is, I think the Niners will score more points than the Seahawks, <laughs> and Jimmy G will play good a, a play a good game. <laughs> You'll play a good game. The Niners are gonna play good, so they'll win. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we're, I know we're all picking the Niners. Um, it's a huge game. Like I tell my my buddies and my coworkers who are not Niner fans, like this game determines if the Niners are good or mediocre 
for just 500 for the year like because this there's no point and we could i mean you know, i this is really going to determine if we have a real shot of making a super bowl um again yeah because it, it, it's tough there's a lot of good teams out there um but you know it just you know, goes to show you that we know Arizona is extremely beatable, and one of their wins is against Dallas, is extremely flawed. So, you know, they're they're not as talented as they say they are. Our division could potentially be open. We just got to get it done. We just got to get the wins against the division opponents, like Eric said earlier. Simple. Is it because that because no one cares fuck after this week? Obviously, they shouldn't be looking past this week. But after this week, you got the Packers on Thursday night, so it doesn't exactly. get easier. No, it you doesn't. just got to get these dubs. Exactly. Like, and so tonight, like, we're catching Seattle at a, at a great time. Um, it, even though it is uh, at home, I think Coleman is potentially back as well. Uh, it's Evan Coleman. So it's just another ball catcher, you know, with McKinnon and even though know, Wilson's gone. Um, but this this kid that they, they found, what's his name? Jermichael Hasty. Yes, Hasty. Holy. Boy, me. Oh, oh, Eric gave me his yawn from earlier. Yeah. Um, it just took uh, like an hour to get there. Uh, yeah, it's 10:40 p.m. Pacific out here, it, it, and we're old. Is, so. It is 10:40 Pacific, and I do wake up early because my son wakes up early. Um, uh, even though we're trying to sleep train this fool because we're, we're the time change is happening, and we don't want to get waking up, woken up at five in the morning. So you gotta let them know what time it is, April. Yeah, this is know, a, this exactly. is a team here, right? Well, like so for example, it's like today he went to bed at eight o'clock, and usually he goes to bed at seven. So we're trying to prep him for the eight o'clock time. So and when we lose that hour on Saturday we're ready to go at the normal time. So hopefully it works. Fingers there crossed. You go. That's a good idea. Um, not too bad, right? Uh, so, yeah. I forgot where I was going with this, but... Uh, <clears throat> the running back, uh, Hasty. Oh, Hasty. Hell yeah, man. He looked. He had a great moment. Um, and I'm curious to see what he does. So, um, let's do it. Yeah, we, 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 we keep losing uh, players. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it sucks for us, but uh, luckily running back is one position that we've had uh, we've had a lot of players. Yeah, we've had a lot of players step up. So uh, the number like one, said, the number one person on the running back uh, is the is, is really Kyle Shanahan because yeah. the scheming. Obviously, props to these guys for getting the job done when they get the yeah. They still have force, right? But they have bro, to execute. this Niners offensive, this this Niners run game is just on another level. It's yeah. just straight up plug and play. You know, we've seen this before where we had good running games where guy goes down all of a sudden we look mediocre as shit. This is the opposite right, right here. Yeah, I mean, This is literally have... plug and play. It, it, it just, you know, it goes to show um, all about, like, the team first mentality. And we have a guy like Juszczyk, who I had a feeling he's going to touch down against the Pats, and he did. Um, and, you know, every day he goes out there and blocks, but he's not, like, a blocking he considers himself like a pass catcher too. So, like, we have just a lot of weapons that are just all about like getting dubs and the next man up and being you know being there for their give for the guys and you know it just goes to show you that when they put this team together that Kyle and you know Lynch did a really good job of finding good character guys that all bought into what they were selling. So. Um, hopefully they can get this done on Sunday because it would be huge. They'd be five and three, and then Seattle would be five and two, and all of a sudden, it's a whole new fucking ball game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No. I mean, couldn't have said said, said, said it better myself. 
Um, it's just really, 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 really crucial. Um, those are awesome. That's what divisional games are fucking built, right? Um, and that's yep. why, look, I'll say this. We'll cover it in another podcast, and I know we're going to do it. And, and most likely, I'm going to be on the main point of it, Tip. Um, because the NFC East is a complete fucking dog shit joke. Just a joke. But, but I, I, um, I've said this numerous times, and I will say this again. I never want, I still am always going to be on the side of when your division, you make the playoffs, no matter how shitty your team is. Because that still matters. That still keeps, one of the my favorite parts of the, you know, football is playing the divisional game. So um, I always think that the, the my style of, um, you know, NFL is always going to make the divisions matter. And I think yeah. no matter how shitty this NFC East is, well, guess what? It's the NFC East and it is what it is. So as long as you're the best team on in that division, you should get a playoff seed. I mean, yeah, Maybe if you want to reseed, if you might convince me to reseed once the playoffs start, you know, because it's I mean these motherfuckers are gonna be hosting somebody. I mean that gets a little crazy, right? But at the same time, they should get in. That you know, what I mean, you're not yep. gonna convince me that they shouldn't get in. Yep. Yeah, like you play your opponents 100 percent more than the other guys, and yeah, like you know, so. Um, having said that, I think that does it for. Um, week eight which is crazy uh, Already, huh? i know man i um, just want to say you guys stay safe uh, i can't wait to we can do this again in person in the future uh, hopefully it's very soon uh, but until then wear masks be safe um say what's up to your families for us and yeah anything you guys want to say to your fans out there no nah, rock a mask peace yep that, that a boy. Be safe. that's it the uh, After Hour Sports Gang says, rock a mask. That's it. Just rock That's a fucking mask. That's Peace. It. Peace out. Uh, unless you're Justin Turner and you just want a World Series, do whatever you want. <laughs> if you're a redheaded ginger, you have no soul. So I guess, there you go. Makes sense. Just spread it if you like. Man. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. Yeah. Oh, all right, everybody. Take it easy. Be safe. Catch you on the flip side. Or as Michael uh, Scott says, catch you on the flippity flip. All right, man. Peace. Uh, later.